Welcome back to another episode of The Sideline. Once again, I'm here with Eitan Levy and I'm Charlie Eden. Today, we're kind of doing something a little different. We're, one, going to do two subjects in an episode. And two, we're going to talk about not all sports. The second subject is not going to be sports. So the first subject, we're just going to talk about how leagues are trying to resume after the pandemic. And then the second topic we're going to talk about is just overall some new skills and stuff we did during the quarantine. So I think it'll be a good episode. Uh, Charlie. So the NHL national hockey league was the first league to announce their plans for the future, um, specifically the playoffs. And they've decided that they're going to have a 24 team playoff tournament. Two in America or North America. And the teams that are in the tournament are decided by point percentage. So, so kind of like if you're over 500 or under 500, like our, like you, you divide the divide the points by the games, and that's if you're, and that's how they decide if you're in. Um, the first round will be a best of five series, and after the first round, there will be best of seven series, and. The top four teams in each conference are exempt from the first round, and the way they're deciding who plays who ongoing for the top four teams is that the top four teams are going to play each other, and whoever wins the more, most games is going to play the lowest seed, and whoever loses is going to play the highest seed. Um, and yeah, I think this is going to be really exciting to watch, especially considering that there's there hasn't been hockey or any sports for a really long time, and it, it reminds me a lot of March Madness in a way. Um, and I'm really excited to, to see what happens. I like how the NHL is doing point percentage just because the season ended so abruptly. It got cut off. So instead of just doing wins and losses, they're going to do point percentage just because some teams might have played a few more games than other teams. But it, it's still, it still cuts off the good teams from the bad teams. And, and maybe it'll switch around seeding a little bit, but I like how they're using point percentage in order to make up for the fact that not all teams have played the same amount of games. Yeah, I like that too. And it kind of makes it hard to come up with an excuse for this kind of format, especially with point percentage. I like, I I don't love hockey so much, but playoff hockey is very competitive. But I think it's this, this whole format is very long. If you're having 24 teams playing best of five series. And I think, Although it will be competitive, I think eventually, because it's so long, it might become a little boring and a little less exciting. Yeah, That's my I mean, you also critique. Yeah, uh, you also got to compensate for the for the about ten games that each team missed at the end of the season. So I think I think it's a good way to do it. But considering how much sports has been missed around the world. I, I, at least me personally, I won't get bored of it, but a non-hockey fan might get bored of it. Just like it's different than March Madness where there's one game every round. You win that game, you go on. But like this is best of few games series. So it should be interesting. It's cool how how they're incorporating a weird number of teams. Usually for a tournament, you you usually get like eight or 16 or 32. So just just so it goes down evenly. But I like how they're doing 24 teams and the top four teams will get the buys in order to try and 
compensate for the fact that some teams may have been out of the playoffs at when the season stopped, but could have still theoretically made the playoffs. And I think that's, that's kind of a, a big point of all the things we're going to talk about in the leagues trying to restart is trying to incorporate the bubble teams into the, into like the final tournament or playoffs. However, they decide to do it. Yeah. Um, hockey, I think specifically the NHL is a bit more of a competitive league than say the NBA. Like in the NBA, I think it's pretty obvious how they're like insanely good teams and then insanely bad teams in the NHL. There are like two or three like super bad teams, but then, it's a big middle class in the NHL opposed to the to the NBA um, where there are a bunch of like teams that are in the same like win range and percentage, which makes it more competitive in my opinion. Uh, yeah. That's- yeah. So adding at letting the middle class play, I do like. Yeah. Now moving on to the NBA, I I think I disagree with you a little bit on the fact that the 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 middle class in the NBA doesn't necessarily exist. I think there's a lot of like middle level teams. I mean, I guess within the middle level teams there are clear better teams and clear worse teams, but I still think that middle tier exists. Yeah, I agree. And I think it and exists. I think it's still it'll still work. I think it'll end up working if the, the first idea that they have is to combine just all this current sixteen playoff teams into a big bracket and just mix conferences. Yes. And I think that would still work in the NBA because there, I, think, I think there still are a bunch of good teams across the board. And obviously, if, if they did that, you'd have first-round matchups like the Bucks versus the Magic, which wouldn't be so fun, or the Lakers versus the Nets. Like, obviously, the Bucks and Lakers would likely sweep, those, sweep the series. But the other middle teams that will get, would get combined, like the, the Pacers and the uh, Nuggets and the Heat and the, and the Thunder would play – I think those matchups are still very interesting. Yeah. Um, I, the only, my only problem with putting all the teams into one, like excluding conferences and putting them all into one big tournament is that, like, what's the point? Like, some, then some teams are going to complain about how the other teams had easier schedules and it's, and let's say the Eastern Conference is a less competitive um, conference compared to the West. So I think it's it's hard to put them all into one one big league perspective because you've already played the season based on conferences. Like the regular season is based on conferences. If if you make the regular season for the future based on le- like the league in total, that's a different story. Um, but yeah, I think it's just kind of one sided and it's a bit unfair. I disagree. I disagree with you on that because let's say for example the Bucks. Let's say, for example, the season never never stopped, and they played out the regular season, and the Bucks ended up making the championship, and then the Bucks had to play the Lakers. Let's say because the Lakers made the championship in the West. The if the Bucks were to beat the Lakers, using the transitive property, it's as if they kind of beat the rest of the West because the because the Lakers beat like the Clippers in the semifinals, and the Clippers beat let's say like the Mavericks in in another round, and then it ends up being that. In, in, in non-mixed playoffs, you have one team that kind of beat the rest of the league. And then if, I think if you just mix those together, it, it, kind of end, it kind of ends up being the same. Because in order for the Bucks to win the championship, they're going to have to beat all the teams that they would have kind of had to beat or the teams that 
the other the team that they play in the championship would have had to be. So you still end up having to be the best team in the league. Yeah, I just think there'd be a lot of complaining about strength of schedule. Like I'm looking at the standings right here, and the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference has the the Orlando Magic have a a four six two win percentage, and in the West it's a four nine two. So you can say that oh the Lakers played the Grizzlies how many like more times than or, or the the Bucks had to play the Orlando Magic as many times as the Lakers had to play, let's say, like the Memphis Grizzlies. So the Bucs are obviously going to have a better record because they're playing worse teams. Like, you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you mean. I just think mixing the playoffs, I, w- I, would, I would never say we should do it every season because I do think there is something special about, I do think there is something special about having the conferences and winning your side before you get to f- think about the other side. But I think in this, obviously, rare occasion it's just a new idea kind of and something that that has come up before as a theoretical possibility not really in the nba but amongst fans like how cool would it be to have mixed playoffs and i think it would just be cool to try it what i would find really interesting about this proposal is that the lakers are going to play that would play the nets and i i'm a lebron fan so I, I like the Lakers, um, but I'm so scared if they played the Nets because the Nets would have, theoretically, Kevin Durant and Kyrie back. If if Kevin Durant decided to play. If he decided to play, which I think he will or he would because cause why not? Like Kyrie, Kyrie and Kevin Durant, like that's like the highest ceiling somebody could get. I feel like their playing styles – would be would work really well together. So I'm scared about that. So I think a lot of fans. I think Lakers are a very popular team amongst NBA fans. So I think that wouldn't work out so well. But it'd be very interesting to see how it plays. Yeah, the out. one, th- the main critique I have for this is that it, which is what I liked about the NHL thing, is that the bubble teams don't get a chance, and I think it's unfair to give a team. Like the Blazers, for example, because Damian Lillard, when when a proposal like this was given, Damian Lillard got very got very upset, and he said he wasn't going to play if the Blazers had a real didn't have a real shot at the playoffs and therefore the championship. I think it would be unfair to teams like the Blazers, who, if the season had played out regular, could have made the playoffs, but because of an unfortunate circumstance for the entire world, they now don't get to play in the playoffs. Yeah, especially like the Blazers. They're always dangerous in the in the playoffs too. Like they're they always upset people. Like you look at yeah, Damian Lillard is last dangerous. year against the the Thunder with a dagger, and then just looked at the camera. I feel like, in my opinion, that's like the cleanest celly celebration in basketball. You like hit a game winner, and you just like look at the camera. <laughs> Everybody's just like yeah, that was cool. You. Um, yeah. So imagine he didn't get a chance. Imagine he didn't get a chance to. Be in the playoffs. Well, what they can do theoretically is they could have a, a little tournament with the bubble teams in it, in it um, to decide maybe like two bubble teams. One bubble team from each conference gets to gets to sneak into the playoffs uh, there. But and yeah, I think once you I think once you add other games, if you're going to do a few more regular season games to try to see if teams would make the playoffs or a bubble team tournament, then you have to separate the conferences. Yeah. Um, also. It'd be good for everybody if if that happens, because like I'm sure a lot of players are out of shape right now. Like they need a 
how they were saying in hockey when they have the top four teams in each conference play each other to decide who has a higher seeding. Um, it's good preparation for the whole tournament. It's good to get their legs moving. So I think that'd be right. good. If they too. did if if they if the NBA did like five regular season games, let's say, then everyone could kind of get back in the groove of basketball. Yeah. So I think that that would also be an interesting idea. Now, what if they were to expand the playoffs just to the entire league for the for the uh, playoffs? This I mean, if you're gonna do that, I feel like you might as well just finish the season and have playoffs regularly, like 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 how it is every other year. Um, right, because the length the length would just be long enough that yeah, just do it regular. Because if you're having a whole a whole league tournament, like you like, I feel like you just might as well. Like, what's that going to yeah. be having a whole league tournament? I agree with you on that. If they they're not going to do the full league tournament, I don't think anyone's actually proposed it. It was just an idea that we had. But if they were to do it, then it would be bad. Yeah, I wouldn't be a fan of uh, it. I mean, it's more basketball. Yeah. But but it's it's not as fun. Yeah. Yeah, also, it'd just be unfair. Like, you have the Bucks. It, it, like, it wouldn't make sense. You'd have the Bucks play the, the Warriors. Actually, that'd be – like, that also scares me. Like, the Warriors could get back to full strength if they're in a whole league-wide tournament. See, see why, why shouldn't the Golden State Warriors make the playoffs when they won 15 games? Right, obviously, I, I don't think it should happen. I'm just, I was just saying this is a possibility. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be a fan of that. What about just – playing out the season from where you left off. And I know it sounds kind of stupid or crazy, but the NBA has talked about switching to a Christmas start because whether, whether or not you like it, I'm sorry, baseball fans, there is a major untapped market of popular sport in the summer because all of the popular sports, the the two main popular sports are in the fall and winter football and basketball. And baseball is baseball is, quickly losing popularity and although it's growing a little bit it's mls is obviously not up to par with the other sports leagues so the nba has talked about trying to tap into that summer sport potential by starting on christmas and christmas is obviously already a huge day for basketball they try to get the best matchups yeah so they they thought maybe we could just make that the season opener and do the same type of thing so I, theoretically, let's say they they were to resume the season and play on as normal, then that Christmas start would make more sense. Yeah, I've been saying this for for a while now. Um, it's a bold statement, but if baseball was playing when, well, mostly basketball and football were playing, they would like nobody would be a fan of it anymore. Like it's just. It's too slow of a game to compete with. Yeah, you're saying people people are basketball. fans of baseball because they're bored. Yes, exactly. Like, what else what are you saying. gonna do during the summer? Like, when I was a kid, when I was like nine, ten, eleven years old, I, I literally used to get ready. I take a shower before every Yankee game. Stare at the TV for four freaking hours because I had nothing else to do. Like, just yeah. watch baseball. I used to, I used to get so bored even when I was watching the games that I'd take a bat. And I would bash my TV. No, um, I would, <laughs> I would, I would imitate all the players' swings. Like it's just, like you can't have that kind of game in, like compete with football, football or basketball, and even hockey too. Like I think hockey is almost undoubtedly a more exciting sport to watch than baseball. And I, I think a lot of people no, would agree 100%. with that. Yeah, a lot of people would agree with that. So like you can't. 
compete with that. You saw, so I, I, yeah, I so truly there's, there's believe, a market there. Yeah. I like the baseball, if baseball continued their seat, like in, in baseball playoffs, everybody cares because it's the playoffs. Yeah, obviously. But like, if you compare it to playoffs, like in hockey and football and basketball, like people aren't like as excited about it because other sports yeah. are going on during that time. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. So I think, Although I, I wouldn't want them to do the resume season just because we're like basically two months behind on playoffs, as in we deserve playoffs now because we want the playoffs. But if they were to do this, I think it would, it, it's not going to happen, but it would make a little bit of sense. Yeah, it's just as you said, money it's wise. an untapped market. And basketball during yeah. the summer, like that'd be pretty hype. Like people get excited about the summer league. Like that's just a cry for help from sports fans. Yeah, people people get excited exactly. People get excited for the summer league because they people obviously love basketball, but if the league was during the summer and then summer league was during like the fall kind of, then we wouldn't we wouldn't be crying out for basketball because we'd have football. And it would just be perfect. Yeah, like, people get excited about spring training because, like, oh, baseball's back. Like, it's starting. Like, everybody likes that vibe because it's starting up. But you don't see anybody watching a summer league game. Like, who do- if you do that, you're, you're a loser. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of baseball, there's been uh, some controversy going on with the MLB, specifically between the players' union or the players and uh, the owners. Yeah, specifically about yeah. payment. It's the, this is, I love watching or, well, I don't watch it. Obviously I love paying attention to when leagues are trying to work on new player agreements and the different things that the players want, the owners want, because it's just such a fun clash of like the money makers and, and the, the money, the money kind of, and the, a, a good, or uh, I don't want to say a good thing that, that happened. So I'm not, that's, that's not the terminology I'm going to use. An exciting thing that's going to come out of the, these leagues trying to resume, which we're already seeing with the MLB specifically, is the, the, the players' associations and the owners having to clash a little bit earlier than they would have had to if things were normal. As in they would have had to wait till the next like, full I agreement. believe that if there was cooperation between the two parties spring training not spring i mean whatever you want to call it early summer training would be happening in the next two weeks i don't think there are too many problems with baseball and social distancing it's pretty much a social distancing game um but yeah it's just annoying because because you want to you want to watch sports like i don't understand the the mlb is going to lose so much money during the season, if they do play, because I, I, we were just talking about it, because all these sports are going to be playing at the same exact time. So they might as well take advantage of this time window right now where nothing's going on, which is how it is for them regularly. Just start playing because once basketball. Yeah, the NBA, the NBA is trying. The NBA is trying to restart July 31st. So you basically have until then. Yeah. And yeah, NHL is probably going to start along those along that time period too so they gotta they gotta hurry up even if it's a shortened season which i think it will be which would be interesting to watch because everybody talks about baseball like oh you lose in baseball like like nobody gets really like depressed or sad about it because you have 100 
61 more games to go. Like a, a game is isn't worthless, but it's definitely not worth as much as a as a hockey game or a basketball game. So or a football I think game or a basketball game. It's gonna, definitely going to up the intensity of of baseball games, which which I like because we've never really had that kind of atmosphere in baseball before, where they have an 81 game season, an 82 game season. Yeah, yeah. I the the big thing they're arguing about is payment, and just be just because it's a shorter season, the owners. I mean, the owners proposed like in, ex, insane pay cuts. The first set of pay cuts that they that they tried to give to the players, and I it, um, it was extremely it was rejected right away by the players' association. Was like if you're making thirty five million a year normally, then you only get like seven. And it's just like it's ridiculous what's going on. It's like back and forth. The, the owners are trying to cut down on the salaries. The players are trying to keep as much of their salaries as they can. Yeah, what? It's just insane. What I don't understand is like these owners. Like it's, it's going back to the classic argument. Like you're making tens of millions of dollars a year. You're really gonna complain about that, especially for owners. Like you guys are all billionaires. But if you talk about like. What, who's really hurting the most out of all these are like minor league players and like double A players who, who some of them make less than a hundred thousand dollars a year, but they're working their butts off. Yeah, who off. already? Yeah, exactly. Enough. And for baseball, like these players are working their butts off too, and they're getting paid a fraction of the price. Like baseball is like a demanding sport. You have to get on the. You have a game. A lot of yeah, no, but nothing. like you know what I'm saying. Like you have a 162 <laughs> games, you have to travel. How many times? Yeah, you're on the road a lot. Yeah, it's not like a fun thing to do. Like it's very tiring and exhausting mentally and physically. So I feel like somebody's got to step up and be the bigger man. And I, it's gonna—I don't know who's it's gonna end up being. I, I really don't think there's gonna be a baseball season this year. But oh, you really think? It's I think going it's gonna to go lockdown? to lockdown. You think it might? I go feel that like far? if something was gonna happen, it would have happened already. But every like they're all being. And especially with what we were just talking about, how they wouldn't make nearly as much money if the NBA or um, if the NBA or NHL was playing with them. So I think they're gonna, just going to go to full full lockdown. Or what if they just like ex- make a longer season next year? But no, nobody wants that. Yeah, I think an interesting solution, and I don't know if this has been brought up, it's divide everyone's salary by 162. And that's the money they make per game in a regular season, and then just pay that amount per game. I feel like that just makes yeah. Sense. What I was talking about with my dad the other day, I was saying how they have to figure out like baseball is an analytical sport. Like you seriously can't figure out something. Um, but my proposal was that they find on a reg- during a regular season, you find the percentage of players' ca- um, salary has on the cap value, and you just put that into a new cap based on revenue made that season. So everybody's paycheck will really just be determined at the end of the season, which is kind of, it's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah they, the players wouldn't, wouldn't like that. that but the players wouldn't I, like that. I feel like that. it's a fair, it's a pretty fair system. But it's, it, it honestly, it makes, it makes the most sense. But two reasons, two reasons that that would never happen is one, no one wants to do a job without yeah, exactly. knowing what they're going to get paid. And then two, what about the players who are, severely overpaid kind of who got extremely large contracts maybe they didn't deserve and now their salary is 
based off revenue and percentage and stuff. And then they've kind of lost out on what they ended up on their major, on their huge contract that they signed. It's a tricky situation. What would be cool is that if like, let's say the players just start playing their own games and televising their own games without, without the, um, without, without getting paid. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, without like the teams. Like, how cool would that be if they just started playing pickup baseball games? Yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun. And and all the money the players get is just off average. Yeah. The, the, again, there's like uncertainty based on. Um, it's like college. Yeah. What co- what college sports are going to do soon? How they're just going to be paid based on advertisements and their what they're saying likeliness is, whatever that means. Yeah. Yeah. Another league, a league that's actually closer to shutdown, we'll talk about for like one minute just because I, I don't think you're a big fan yeah. of this league. And I think most people, most people are not, is the MLS. It's the same. It's, it's basically the same thing going on in the MLB, just a lot, a lot stronger. It's the MLS and the MLSPA are both not really willing to budge on their offers. And it's just creating like a player versus league tension that is likely going to boil over into a lockdown for the MLS. I don't, I don't, I don't think the MLB will reach that, but I think the MLS is very close to it. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, I mean, you don't have so much to say, to say like as really a non-MLS fan. To stand on it because I don't think I know one player in the MLS now that Ibramovich. They're fun games. Yeah, I'm you sure they are. It's one. another summer activity. Yeah. Soon, soon to pass going to baseball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, baseball games are just a different experience. Yeah. We're going to move on from sports, but stick with Corona. Something that we haven't done yet is talk about not sports. We're just going to talk about kind of skills that we picked up over quarantine. And it seems to be that it's kind of coming to an end. And it's just fun to look back on long periods of time and figure and. D- Look, look at things that we picked up or things that we learned how to do. The first being, we yeah. So, podcast. yeah, I'd say this is probably the biggest thing I picked up. But as you were saying, like, I feel like everybody kind of expected that this all of quarantine would end once the weather becomes nicer. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I picked up this podcast, which is pretty fun. It's all right. <laughs> we yeah, started playing baseball it. a lot. We we've established a love for baseball. Which is ironic because we just trash talk. You know, talk I've been saying this for a while now. Like <laughs> baseball, baseball is the perfect balance of like a chill sport, but like you're still doing something, which I like a lot. Like for yeah, playing, for, not for watching. For, definitely not for watching, but <laughs> but yeah, you know, we always joke around when we play, and it's always a fun time. Like in basketball, when we play, like yeah. it gets intense. You know, you can't really like yeah, you can't really chillax. Like chillax. Football, I guess you could, but it's too hot for football, honestly. Yeah. Not really, but yeah. Like, we'd still play, but it is a little hot for football. Yeah. Another thing I picked up is I started cooking. And not, like, consistently, but I've learned how to make a few things, which is pretty good. And I'm, if, if I'm trying to look at silver linings of the whole thing, I can now make Eggs. pretty good uh, French <laughs> uh, toast. <laughs> close. close, I, close. I haven't cooked at all. Um, but I've, I wish... I wish I would have found something else to like, like, I guess you could say like playing baseball is something new for me, but I've always like, 
played baseball before. I wish I, I wish I established like a yeah. different skill or like a little, little of a different hobby. I mean, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing anyone had to do. Obviously, yeah. like it was a hard time. So, we it, sitting around and doing nothing like makes sense just because it's a difficult time and everything. Um, but it was nice to learn to like start cooking a little bit. What, drawing. I wish I would have. I I drew. For like a week, I was into drawing, and then I wasn't. But looking back, I kind of wish that I got that I practiced. I'm good drawing, at drawing I think that's a cool skill, also. <laughs> I'm not. But um, I feel like <laughs> in school, you always think of these things that you want, like these crazy things you want to do, um, if you had the time to do it, and that's always your excuse. But like, once you have the time and opportunity, just like your mind blanks and you forget about all these things that you could do. And I knew that was gonna yeah. happen to me too. But once. Well, it was also, yeah, it, was, it was like a sad yeah. time, kind of. Like, we all missed our friends and everything, so it wasn't like we were perfectly happy to go and do, do everything yeah, we'd always wanted to do. the thing I still want to do, like, desperately is play hide-and-seek in school. Like, I, I still think that'd be, like, a yeah. sick, literally... Like a Mr. Like Beast challenge. Beast challenge. Mr. Beast challenge. Like, imagine just, like, you literally have the whole school to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been fun. I don't know. It would have been super unlikely that we could have actually yeah. done it during this time, maybe but time. maybe we'll do that another time. The another big thing that I I didn't really pick up on it's just something I did is I watched a lot of classic movies for like a solid five weeks, probably. I maybe yeah, maybe that's a little long. For like three weeks, I watched a movie definitely like every day. And I would def- I watched some some bangers like Shawshank Redemption, Moneyball, Slumdog Millionaire. I'm definitely glad. Yeah, I that like old time movies more than new time movies. New time movies are kind of crappy these days. Because the old, yeah, the old time movies you can just watch only the good ones. But now it's like in in twenty yeah, years from now you can take a collection of all the good movies that came out in the two thousand tens and have have a really good time. But now the only movies that are coming out only like one every nine movies, ten movies is really that yeah. Good. Of course, looking back on it, you. We always say that. Yeah. TV, I didn't watch as much. I, I finished Curb Your Enthusiasm, and then after that, I just rewatched The Office. Yeah, I, like, I, for some reason, like, during this time, I can't get hooked on a TV. And Outer Banks. I, I watched On a TV Banks. show. Like, I just can't get hooked on it for some reason. Yeah, honestly, it's because I, like I feel like I'm just lying down on my phone so much that it just... Yeah, it I must be on my phone, like, 10 show. hours a day, literally. <laughs> yeah, my screen time is ridiculous. That's probably that's the worst thing. That's the worst thing of staying home all day. It's my eyes. Yeah, are it's probably like the most depressing time when you time. get those alerts like, "Oh, your screen time has been up like four hundred percent since 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 March first, <laughs> something like that." Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. All right, I, that concludes this episode of the sideline. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the little segment talking about no sports. Yeah. and I definitely enjoyed doing multiple topics in one. Yeah, nice. I think we'll do a that nice more. Change of pace. Always, always good. Fresh yeah, ideas. exactly. All right. Thank you, listeners, for listening, and we Peace. will see you next time.